Hi, this is Dr. Crane with Standing Power, and I just thank you for joining me today. Today, we're going to be talking about a common uh, topic, uh, activity that we that we do in churches nowadays. Um, all of us are, are familiar with taking the communion. And so today, I would like to focus on just making sure that you are doing communion the right way and the importance of doing the communion the right way. And so today we're going to come from 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, 1 Corinthians chapter 11. And we're going to talk about just communion done right. 1 Corinthians chapter 11. We're going to start reading today at verse 23. And it starts, it says, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And so when we take the bread, when we take the, the bread, that is God giving us, that is God's body. And we're doing that in remembrance of, of Christ. And so when we take the bread, that is God's, God's body. Um, and so the scripture continues to read, in the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. And so the blood is the cup that we drink, the great, the juice that we drink. That is a covenant and that is a covenant that we have a new covenant that we are to remember. Um, and the cup, the juice is considered the blood. This, it says, do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so we take communion, communion. We take communion so that we can remember what Christ did for us. Right. And so we get into, you know, the, 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 the bread being the body and the, the juice that we drink is represents the blood. And so very important that we understand that. Okay. Let's, let's go back to the scripture. Okay. So verse 26 says, for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Therefore we can do it as often as we like, Right. As often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Verse 27 says, therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. And I'm just want to sit there for a second. Okay, so verse 27 said that whoever drinks the cup, so whoever you, whenever you take the communion, if you're taking the communion in an unworthy manner, the Bible says, will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. So what does it mean when you say un, un, unworthy? Okay, so so let's just sit there for a second because so many times I've, I've been in services and I visit churches and we don't spend a lot of time here. But this is the most important part other than recognizing and remembering what Christ did for us on the cross. We have to make sure that we are coming before God, taking a communion, and we're worthy. We're not coming... Uh, in an unworthy manner, the Bible says. And so when you look at that unworthy, what is he talking about? Well, Paul is talking about in here, he's saying, you know, don't come and, and take the communion and you're eating it because you're hungry, right? So you're not just going to take communion because you're hungry. He's saying, you know, stay at home and eat. 
if you're hungry and then come and take the communion. And, and so Paul was dealing with, with the fact that, that the pe- those back then were, were coming and they were taking the communion unworthy because they were coming being hungry, right? They were hungry and they were taking communion. This was, this was lunch. This was breakfast for them. Right. And God doesn't want us to see communion as, as a time to just eat because the bread was very important. That represented his body. Right. And the, and the juice was very important because that represent the blood, the blood of Jesus. There's so much power in the blood. And so we don't want to misrepresent what God's intent for us when it comes to taking a communion. And another, another piece of all of this is, you know, making sure that you have confessed all your sins. This is really important. You don't want to be unworthy. And so you want to take time to ask God to forgive you. Of uh, First of all, you want to take time to make sure that you are saved. You want to confess Christ if you hadn't done that. You know, you want to make sure that that you confess Christ and that you are you are added to God's kingdom, that you're one of his children. That's the first thing. Then the second thing you want to make sure that you haven't done anything, that you that you confess your sins. The Bible says you confess your sins, that you are that he is just and faithful to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And so before we come before God to take communion, which is really a powerful activity in the church that we that we that we should still be doing right you want to make sure that you are worthy to take the communion and that means take time to ask God to forgive you of your sins take time to confess Christ if you haven't done so make sure that you have you don't have any unforgiveness in your heart and that's a big one you know you want to make sure that you know you're not holding any grudges against anybody right you want to make sure that you have a pure heart when you come before God and take the communion so you want to make sure that you're worthy worthy to take the communion and that's very important because if we're not if we're not worthy then we bring judgment on ourselves and so if we go back to the scripture let's continue to read what what Paul is saying here in first Corinthians and so it says in verse 28 it says but let a man examine himself and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup for he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks what? Judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. And so we don't want to bring judgment on ourselves because we are ignorant to how we're supposed to come before God when we take the communion. Is communion done right? You know, we don't want to make, bring judgment on ourselves um, in, in, a, in, a, in a way and not know it, you know, because some people don't know, right? You, do, you don't know that you have to come before God saved and you have to come uh, in a repentant spirit, you know, asking for forgiveness. And so we, we have to spend time there. We have to spend time there making sure that we're good. And then we're, we're going into communion, being able to come before God with a pure heart, right? We want to come before him with a pure heart and being able to remember what he did for us on the cross. And it's a powerful moment when it's done right. It's a powerful moment. It's a power because you're remembering Christ being crucified, right? You're remembering the things that took place while he he was on the cross. You're remembering the blood that was shed for, for our sins that he endured. And so when you remember that, and when you take time and take the communion and you begin to remember and reflect on how good God really is, 
that he gave not only his only son to die on the cross for us, but he endured all the sins that we can even think of. He carried that on the cross and died for us so that we wouldn't have to live in sin. And so it was a power, it's a powerful moment. And, and Christ doing the communion causes us to remember just how powerful the communion, just how powerful the blood of Jesus really is. And so we come and we do this in a pure heart. And so as we continue to read the scripture, it says, for this reason, verse 39, this is another powerful thing I want us to look at. It says, for this reason, many are weak. Now, they're talking about, when he says for this reason, he's saying for, for those that have taken a communion unworthy, right? You've taken a communion unworthy. So for this reason, it says in verse 30, many are weak and sick among you and many sleep. And so let's look, let's, let's talk about that. It says many are weak and sick. And so we think about sometimes we have sickness in our bodies. We have, we have situations that's going on where we don't feel, you know, that we're strong and we're able to carry. And it could it be that, you know, you're, you're experiencing sickness in your body. Could it be, could it be that you've done communion wrong? Could it be that you have come before God unworthy? And so it's very important that we get back to doing communion right. I truly believe that if we can do communion and if we can do it right, then it will add the power that we need. It would add the value that we need. It would add the strength that we need. It will take away some sicknesses that we don't need to carry. It will take away the judgments that we don't need because God says that you, you know, you bring a judgment on yourself just as if you were a part of the world. And so if we look at the scripture, it says, for if we would judge ourselves, now listen to that. It says, if we would judge ourselves, we should always examine ourselves, examine yourself. You know, you better than anybody, you know, the things that you have thought about, things you've done, the things you are that you know you shouldn't do, you know yourself. And so if we will examine ourselves, it said we would judge ourselves, we will not be judged. Right? If we would judge ourselves, we will not be judged. And that's that's the awesome thing about God because he gives us a chance to repent. He gives us a chance to judge ourselves, examine ourselves. And so when we come to communion, that's a powerful time to get right with God. You know, I, I love taking communion. I take it, I take it often when I'm home, actually. And and because it's it's like I said, it's a time that I reflect. It's a time because you know, life can get so busy, right? We can be so busy with life. And sometimes and just running around and being busy, you know, we tend to need to be reminded of what Christ truly did for us. You know, we can get so busy with life that we even reduce Christ to down to a creature. And we know that Christ is not a creature. The Bible says that he is the creator of this world. He is the creator. The earth is his. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And so when you get to the point where you start seeing God as a creature rather than the creator, then we need to be reminded and, and the communion is a good place 
to start to be reminded that Christ died on the died on the cross and was raised on the third day just for you. Amen. And so today we want to just take communion. You know, I don't know where you're at. I don't know if you're in a place where you can take communion, but we're going to take communion. We're going to take this time because why talk about communion and not be able to take communion, right? Not why talk about it and not do it, right? <laughs> So we want to make sure that we are right with God. And so the first thing we want to do, and I have my, I have my, my cup here of my bread and my juice. And um, we want to make sure that we're able to come before God, like I said, with a pure heart, right? With a pure, a pure heart, a pure spirit that we've repented before our sins and we're worthy. We're not unworthy. We're worthy to take the communion right now. Because now you've taken time to ask God to forgive you. Now you've taken time to search your heart, right? Now you've taken the time to say, God, you know, thank you for dying for my sins. Thank you for finding me worthy to give us your only son to down the cross for me. And so when we think about the bread, the Bible says that Jesus took the bread. And so we want to take the bread. And this is the bread. And the Bible says that he blessed it, right? He blessed it and he broke it. And so I just like to break it. And he gave it to them to eat. Mm. Thank you, Father, for the body. For the bread represents the body. And then he said, now you have the cup which we know that the cup represents the new covenant and the cup represents the blood. So we thank you, Father, for this time. We thank you for the blood that was shed on Calvary, the powerful blood of Jesus that was shed on Calvary for our sins. And so now you can take the, the drink the juice and knowing that it represents the blood of Christ. I love taking communion. I love taking communion because, like I said, it, it, it's, it resets me, right? It resets us. It, it, it puts you back in focus as, to, to, to see things more clearly, right? We know that now, now, I, now I know that, that not only that I remember Christ dying on the cross, but now I feel more empowered. Now I can go back out and continue to fight a good fight of faith. Amen. Now I can go back out and I, I understand that I'm covered by the precious blood of Jesus, that I'm victorious in all the things that I that I'm going to do today, that I if there's any illness, God, as God said, that he, we are healed, that we are healed by his stripes. And so there's healing in taking a communion. There's deliverance in taking a communion. There's power in the communion. And so when it's done right, there are benefits in taking a communion. Amen. And so I hope today that you were, you were encouraged. I hope that you understand now that when you go into the church and, 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 you know, you see something that is that you can, now, you know that, okay, no, I need to take time to, to, to repent, you know, because they may or may not, may not give you a chance to do it, but you know that now you need to repent before you take this, 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 uh, communion and you don't want to neglect 
not taking it because the Bible tells us that we all should take communion together. So it's not a time for you to say, oh, you know, I don't want to take communion because maybe I don't feel worthy. No, this is the time for you to to get worthy. This is the time for you to reset, right? You don't want to run away and say, oh, no, I don't want to take communion. No, because you don't know once you leave what 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 is waiting for you once you leave church. You don't know what is waiting for you. And so you don't want to not take communion when, when, you're, when, you're, when it's being offered. You want to just get it right, right? You want to just get right. Come before God. Ask him to forgive you. And this is a private thing. This isn't something that you have to go before the church. This is you and God, you and, and God sitting there and you're asking God to come into your life and you're asking God to, to forgive you of your sins and you're getting right with him. Communion is about you and God, you and the Lord. That's it. You don't want to run from it. You don't want to say no. You don't want to turn it down. You want to just get right before the Lord. You want to just become worthy. You want to leave church. Leave that day knowing that you are, that it, your, your, your clock has been reset, right? That you are, you're, you are right with, with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. Until next time, this is Dr. Crane. Until next time, stand in faith and stand in power. <laughs>